B-Pod Studios. Comic books, video games, anime, sci-fi. If you've been made fun of for it, we're probably going to talk about it. Come on, man. You know I only surf Transformer sites when there's girls around so they can see how cool I am. Nerd Radio starts now. All right, everybody. Welcome to another week of Nerd Radio. I'm your host, Chuck Bean, joined by my co-host, Al Beck and James. Guys? Yes. I'm excited. What up? I'm excited Uh-oh. to talk about Nerd Radio this week. I got so many things to get to. I got some comic book news. I got some movie news. I got a bunch of video game news. I can't wait. I can't wait. Then let's get to it. Shut up and talk. Well, uh, if that makes I, sense. I got to wait because we got to take care of some business. I want to let people know that, of course, they can find us as part of the B-Pod Studios Network. Wherever you get in your podcast, you can take care of finding us on social media at Nerd Radio 101. And you can find us in Boston. Rock929rocks.com as well as WRF.com in Detroit. That's right. And hopefully within the next couple of weeks, we will be back in the Checkpoint XP Studios to do this live and within six feet of each other. Where's that, James? That's going to be over at twitch.tv slash checkpoint XP. Al, I finally did it. What'd you do? I finished Final Fantasy VII Remake. Oh, did you? <laughs> I, I think did. I need to go back and start it from the beginning because I uh, like I took a big pause. I did the same thing with Red Dead Redemption 2. I started playing it, played it for like an hour, loved it, walked away for too long, then sat back down. And just wasn't into it anymore. Started it from the beginning, played it all the way through. And I've been thinking about doing that again with uh, seven. Um, So tell me, uh, thumbs up, thumbs down. What what are your thoughts? I give it a thumbs up. But I understand anybody that would not. Okay. Because it feels like, especially by the end of the game, it is very heavily dependent on the fact that you played the original. Really? There, There is so much reference and so many scenes that uh resonate much harder because you saw them on the playstation 20 years ago and you know with the little blocky dudes Mm -hmm. but now you're getting seen with full voice acting and people that look like actual people now yeah um but i've got good news for you if you're thinking about playing it again yeah when you beat it one of the things you unlock is a chapter selection mode so you can go back and play like certain aspects certain parts of the game yeah, you can choose out of the 18 chapters, you can choose to at any point start that chapter over again. That's cool. And anything you do will be retroactively put into the game. So like one of the achievements for the game is in the scene where Cloud uh, gets a dress, mm. uh, depending on the choices that you make, the dress changes. There's three different dresses for both Cloud, Aerith and Tifa. Yeah. So one of the achievements is to see all nine of the dresses. So you have to play at least that part of the game three times. Okay. It gives you double experience when you play after you've beaten the game. So you can easily level your character up to the level 50. Okay. Which is cool. So you have to beat it to unlock the chapter mode. Yes. Okay. So you can't like go retroactively level up before you confront Sephiroth at the end. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. Once you've unlocked chapter mode, um, it also unlocks a hard mode which oh, I don't plan to mess with no, at all. No, 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 no. Hard mode does not allow you to use items, so you can't get your health or your magic back using items. And you can only get uh, magic back by beating bosses. Mm-hmm. So that limits how much uh, magic you want to use throughout the entire game. 
I don't know. There's an achievement lock to it. I'm not planning on getting it. No, no, no. You know, I uh, I could see some like major Final Fantasy fans loving a hard mode. I could see that being fun for some people, but not me. I'm 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 good on that. But it would be kind of cool to like like re level up and then go back to the final chapter and just whoop his ass at the end. Kind of like it's, yeah. it, it's fun. You know, when you, the first time uh, you get out of Midgard there and you, and you get on the Chiboko and you got to go across the sand. Cause they got that sandworm thing. You know, I think we right. all made the mistake of walking in there at least once before we figured out what we were supposed to do. And that thing, you know, right. devastates you, but I'm sure you also with the old game have come back to that. And then, you know, one swipe of your sword kills the thing because you've been leveled up so much by then. It would be kind of cool to be able to do that with the the Sephiroth at the very end. Yeah, growing up, I always used to call that revenge mode when you could go back through the game <laughs> yeah. at high level and just, like, trounce all the guys that gave you a hard time 20 hours ago. Yeah, yeah, So when yeah. you go back and you play these, replay these chapters, you're playing those chapters at the level you're currently at, and the enemies yeah. are still at the same levels that they were at uh, during that chapter? Yep. Absolutely. The oh, first okay. thing I did was uh, the next day I went back and started the game from chapter one and my guys are like level 35 or something like that. And everything died in one hit. <laughs> yeah. There you go. That's the best way to go farm some XP though, at least from yeah, what no, I recall was, in those type of games. Yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was very rewarding, but like I said, your characters get double XP. So as you play through the chapters a second time, whether you're on hard mode or not, you will get to level 50 very quickly. And your Matera, the uh, little gems that give you the magic, they get triple XP, so you oh, can nice. max those out quickly. Yeah, it's cool that they do the double XP thing because, you know, like James was saying, farming XP, you know, leveling up like that, it, it, it would suck because you need so much XP to get to the next level when you're up there in, like, level 40 or whatever, you know what I mean? So, like, you're getting, like, three yeah. XP for the guy from the first chapter. At least it's doubling up, you know? I was very pleased with it. The end... I mean, it's a Final Fantasy game, so by the end of the game, you're essentially fighting God because mm. that's how these games, this that's Persona and Final Fantasy, that's how these games work. Right. Um, and and it, see, it feels like it comes out of nowhere. It feels like for, I beat it in about 48 hours, but I think it's about a 40-hour game okay. because I was messing around and seeing everything. Yeah. But it feels like the last, I don't know, five hours come out of nowhere. Like you're you're going through and you're riding motorcycles and you're in Midgar and everything is cool. And then you get to the Midgar Tower and uh, you start fighting some of the uh, the scientists like experiments. And then the next thing you know, uh, Sephiroth has Genova and you got to fight God. But this is a cool thing to avoid spoilers. When you start the final chapter, your PlayStation 4 will not let you take screenshots or or broadcast gameplay. Really? That's yeah. crazy. I'd be, I'd be pissed about that if I was streaming. I'm like, hey, check out my Final Fantasy VII stream. I'm playing it from beginning to end. Check yep. out the game. And then you get to that last chapter and they're like, you can't stream it. I would be uh, quite upset, especially if I was a big time streamer and I had some sponsorships tied in or something like that. You know, I, I think the workaround is if you're, you know, if you're a hardcore streamer, if you're a heavy streamer, you're probably using some kind of software to stream your PlayStation. So that's a workaround. But if you're, if you're going through like an Elgato or whatever through Streamlabs right. on a PC, it should probably still work. But if you're trying to do it straight from your system, dun dun dun, you're doomed. Yeah, exactly. But that yeah. was another going back to Persona Five. That was a thing that I remember hearing about it is that they weren't uh, they'd set up software in the game to not allow you to stream it to try and avoid 
spoiling the game for a whole bunch of people, yeah. which I get. And that's kind of interesting. But I'm I'm with you, James. Like if I'd been streaming it and I got to that last chapter, I'd be like, well, what the F? Yeah, well, I, mean, I would be like sincerely upset about it. Yeah. Like, no offense. Game creators or developers, I get that you want to avoid the spoilers. But if I'm going to spoil the game, you got to deal with me being a little spoiler bitch troll and I'm going to spoil the game. You know, it's up to the people who are on social media to avoid my spoilers. I will say this, though. I'm surprised we don't see more of this with games because I've always thought it was strange. Like the legality is like you. It seems like streaming a game would infringe some sort of copyright thing. Obviously, something's worked out with, you know, your Twitch or whatever that you can stream it. But like you're taking content and just like putting it on the Internet. I've always thought it was kind of weird that you could do that. But I mean, so the fact that they're limiting it just to that final chapter or whatever, I don't know. I just think it's that we haven't seen more of this. That's interesting to me. Yeah, the fact that it's it's available but hasn't right. been used more is very, very, uh, very right. interesting. Right, and clearly there isn't a copyright infringement issue because every game is available for streaming and so many people do it, and game companies haven't shut it down. So I'm not saying it is illegal, but I'm surprised that it is legal. You know what I mean? Like, you and I oh, can't. Yeah, just, absolutely. We just can't go on Twitch and like, hey, let's watch Netflix together, you know, like that. You know, that doesn't work. You know, some half the videos, you know, we're sharing Chuck's screen right now. Uh, some of the videos yep. on YouTube will play for me and James, and some of them won't. They'll be blacked out, you know? So um, I don't know. It's it's always been funny that, that that's totally legal. I've never understood it. Yeah, because it's, it's definitely a gray area because some people who stream are getting paid to stream. So you're still technically profiting off somebody else's content. Right. Yeah, that's why we're not you know, allowed to so mention. Where do they draw the line? Yeah, that's why technically we're not supposed to talk about like sports team names on the air or something like that because we're selling sponsorships and we're using the right. team name to make money in a way. That's why we got to be like, oh, the Detroit football team. You got to like be vague like that because that's not illegal. But it's it's weird. There's a bunch of weird stuff. I don't know very many sponsors that want you to mention the Detroit football <laughs> team. They're pretty bad. Yeah, touche. <laughs> It's pretty awful. <laughs> but damn it, there are. Yeah, I uh, I finished it and I'm absolutely going to go back and, and play through some of those chapters again, clean up some of the achievements and kind of yeah. relive the early chapters with the higher levels. It's it's worth it. It's very fun. Now, are you going to uh, kind of pick and choose your chapters? Are there chapters you're like, I don't ever need to play that again? Are you going to skip around? I think so. I think there's absolutely like I'm, I don't know that I'm going to finish the whole game a second time. Uh huh. But I'm very I'm very interested. There's certain chapters that are longer than others or that have an achievement attached to them because of a mini game that like, okay, I got to play that one, but I don't need to play this one to get to that one. Sure. I'll just start. I'll just boot that one up. Well, I I appreciate that. I appreciate they're not going to waste your time and make you go through like six hours of gameplay to get to the thing you need. Will it be based solely on your achievements or was there a chapter that you're like, you know what? That one was a lot of fun. I kind of want to go back just for the pure enjoyment of it. Or uh, have you played it? You're good. I think so. I think, you know what, if there, if there wasn't an achievement even attached to it, I would go back and play the chapter where Clyde gets the dress again. Okay. I, I just really, I really appreciate that particular chapter a yeah. lot. I appreciate the way they handled it. It's fun, but at the same time, it's not making fun. Sure. of him for wearing the dress like it's i liked it all right all right well an, another batch of games that came out last week that i haven't tried yet but i'm very interested in and i'm wondering um if, if now i know that neither of you have a switch however al i know that you checked out borderlands 2 mm-hmm. when you had a psp beta 
And one of those games that came out on the Switch last week was the Borderlands Legendary Collection, which has uh, all the Borderlands games up to the new one, Borderlands 3. So it's got okay. the original, the pre-sequel, and Borderlands 2 for the Switch. And according to a review I've got up here on Kotaku, they said it's the handheld port they always wanted because they brought up one of the things I had forgotten about. Vita didn't have two triggers on it. Right. The second triggers were like this touchscreen on the back. Yes, which was horrible. Yeah, so the Switch actually has the two triggers on the top, so this, so that actually works a lot better. Okay. Because of the gyro, you can actually like kind of move the system a little bit to fine tune your aim. I don't know if I like that so much. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know about that. But I was I was playing some phone game where it was like I don't know, just it was a free game and just for you know, come on and giggles. I don't I don't know if we're going DMX this week. <laughs> <laughs> uh i was playing like a flight simulator and it was all about turning the uh the phone or whatever and i happened to be laying down at the time so it was impossible to play and i just deleted it yeah. like you're not worth the trouble <laughs> like you're gonna make uh, me sit up i don't need to play this game that is such an Albeck story <laughs> really i was laying down and it, all it all it needed me to do was sit up to play it and i was like nah, nah I'm, I'm done with you play the game <laughs> yeah but uh definitely i don't know because i have played borderlands before i don't know that i need to rush out and get it but the fact that it exists in a portable version that's much better than the vita version yeah uh, makes me very interested i'll be honest they didn't uh, the same get... go ahead james oh i wasn't talking oh i thought i heard you talk <laughs> uh, no, it was me oh well I, I can't i whatever <laughs> Now you might now you, whatever you were about to say is gone. <laughs> no, yeah, it's a senior moment. I uh, interrupted the wrong person. I called you by the other kid's name, and and now I don't remember who I am, where I am, and how this poop got in my pants. What day is it? <laughs> <laughs> all, all I was going to say was Borderlands uh, didn't even rope me in with the sequel. Man, like I don't know. There, I loved the first game. And then I started playing the second yeah. game. And I was like, ah, I've done this. I'm, I don't care. So I never even tried the pre-sequel. Didn't bother with the with the third one. Um, but I still have a, a soft place in my heart for that for that first one. Yeah, I really want to. Um, I don't have the first one except for on my Xbox. And my friends that I played Borderlands with, we all have PS4s now. They got they got me Borderlands three at Christmas time, mm -hmm. and they wanted to play with me online, and they wanted Amy to play with us so that we could have a full team of four players, but. For one thing, she's not great at first-person shooters. Okay. Uh, and I really wanted to see if I could start her on the first one and work up to it because every game they obviously add a bunch of new stuff, and I don't want to overwhelm her. Right. But I just don't. I don't have the first one in a in an accessible form anymore, other than you know on my PC. This would be interesting considering we both enjoy the Switch as well. Mm -hmm. uh, they also released 2k games released the bioshock collection which is something jefferson loved those games yeah he did that, that was had, one of the games that he tried to talk me into playing yeah that has all three of them that's got the first one the sequel and then uh bioshock yeah. infinite all yeah. together on there which is super cool yeah, it was bioshock yeah. and mass effect that he was pushing on me and we both know how it ended up with Mass effect <laughs> that's very true james have you gotten to try out valorant yet I've played through the tutorial, but I haven't played much of the actual uh, gameplay. Me and the Checkpoint XP crew, like Robbie, you, you're very familiar with Robbie. He likes to push your buttons a little bit and <laughs> yeah, likes to sure. uh, challenge you to the gaming challenges. Well, he's challenged me to a gaming challenge as well. We're supposed to do a 1v1 in the game, me on a controller, him on mouse and keyboard. 
just to see who's better. Because I'm trying to tell him that I'm pretty darn good with a controller. Yeah. I hope and he's trying to tell him. me. I hope I stomp him too. I probably won't. Um, simply just based on what I played in the tutorial. But I've had issues trying to connect the PS4 controller to my PC. And uh, the Brainiacs up at uh, Checkpoint XP never informed me that it's much easier to uh, connect an Xbox One controller to mm. the PC than it is a PS4 controller, which is something you think these experts uh, at video games would know. <laughs> uh, so I'm in the process of getting another uh, Xbox One controller so I can have a controller dedicated strictly to just my PC, take them on in that 1v1, and then maybe put a little time in into the game. But, uh, I mean, it's like a like a fantasy version of CSGO uh, is what I would uh, say the game is similar to, but I haven't played, uh, I haven't spent much time in there. I'm still learning the lingo and stuff. I guess you have to like, you have to call out your enemies with certain code words and stuff. Weird beard and Robbie are are like giving me a, a schooling on how to play the game, but I haven't actually uh, got a lot of experience in game myself. I feel like they knew that it would be easier to connect an Xbox controller, but they didn't want to give you that information because Robbie doesn't want you to beat him. Yeah, he's scared. He's 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 definitely scared. <laughs> he should be. He knows the mayor of Guntown is coming for him. <laughs> he doesn't want he doesn't want you to beat him at Valorant and then me to finally beat him at Super Smash Brothers and find out that Nerd Radio is just way better at mm-hmm. video games than Checkpoint XP because yeah. all they do is video games. That's their whole bread and butter. We mm-hmm. cover everything. Yeah. If we're better than them at the one thing that they do, you know what? I, I mean, come on. Really wish that we had a budget for Nerd Radio, which does not exist for anyone listening. There's zero budget at all, but I wish no. we did because I feel like we need Nerd Radio anti Robbie t shirts. <laughs> just Robbie's face with the Ghostbuster symbol over it. <laughs> you wearing your anti-Robbie t-shirts, boys? <laughs> and we can wear all of them when we record one day. So when he comes busting in on us, <laughs> he sees the deal. Yeah. all wearing the shirt. <laughs> It'd probably break his heart too if he saw me in there. Like, Wait, you're but you're part of our team too. I'm like, yeah, but I'm also part of this team right now. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. Uh, no, everything I've seen about Valorant, it looks kind of like a CSGO and Overwatch had a baby. Yeah, it is. Um, it is definitely there to be an eSport league. It feels like it's been designed to build like an eSport following uh, right around it. And uh, it's, I think what it, it's going to be, it's now available. Like it's no longer in beta. I think it's legitimately yep. out for anybody who wants to play it. I think it's yeah, free to play. Uh, it's a free download. If I'm not mistaken, you can download and play it for free. Uh, don't quote me on that if they do charge you, but, uh, I do think it's out there. It is available. Of course, there'll be like the add-ons and stuff. You can buy, uh, cool skins or whatnot. I'm sure they'll put all that kind of stuff in there. And I think right now they have a new character that was not available in the beta mode, but you no longer have to sit around and watch somebody's Twitch stream, hoping and praying that you'll get a drop, you know, from Twitch and Riot Games uh, to give you access to the beta like I did. Well, I didn't really sit and watch, but I did set up uh, my Twitch to uh, just sit on somebody who was playing the game for many, many hours until I got the email saying, congratulations, you're in. And then I right. never really took advantage of the beta access. So shame on me. Now I, now I got to look. I thought it was going to be like Overwatch. I thought you had to pay 60 bucks in order to play this thing. I thought it was free. I'm almost positive. It's a free it's a free to play, but I could be wrong. Because why would they give the, all the betas out for free and then turn around and make you pay to, to play it, pay to play? Yeah, right. I know there was a Transformers game way back in the day, like pre-nerd radio. There's an online Transformers game that you could play the beta 
uh, but then once the game launched, you had to buy it. Mm. Oh, well, it's not important. It's not important. <laughs> Speaking of last week, that's where they get you, too. Speaking of last weekend, though, James, you were pretty busy with the uh, NetFest on your couch. Of course, I got to talk to Monoxide in last week's Nerd Radio. How was it? It was great. There was a cool little like montage of a bunch of different types of content, man. It was uh, it was interesting. They, the Astronomicon guys and the Magic Ninja, like they put together a hell of a, a collection of content. Is pretty much the the easiest way I think to describe it. it is a collection of content. They streamed for 12 hours, um, starting at noon on Saturday. Actually, it's like 13-plus hours. because I don't think Twisted actually performed until like 12.30, 12.40-ish. And I think I was asleep, you know, by 1. And I think it went well beyond 1 a.m. But not only was it, you know, a, a, like live music or recorded to seem like live music, but there's uh, different uh, sketches. So they had, like, people who would do like, comedy sketches um celebrities just saying hey what's up uh thanks you know hope you guys are staying safe uh you know interviews behind the scenes stuff from astronomicon uh stuff from the magic ninja camp you know behind the scenes videos of twisted different interviews that might have happened between uh, members from the magic ninja camp and different celebrities they had like ming and uh, mike from the comic book men join you know mike and dustin and Chuck from Astronomicon and talking awesome. and doing like a little podcast. It was crazy. Like hats off to those guys from uh, execution to just the concept of it. They nailed it. They did a great job of putting together some entertainment for people to just sit around and watch. It was awesome because you just watch it on YouTube. So if you have the YouTube app on a on a TV, all you had to do was just go to the website there. And it was just like watching TV. It was uh, it was cool. It was like watching an old school, like a, like a sketch comedy uh, or a variety show, so to speak, I guess, like a like a modern day twelve hour variety program. And plus, I had a three minute segment of me playing video games and swearing. So, hell yeah, was <laughs> voiced yeah, by Al like, Beck. Mm, yep, it looks like a lot of it is uh, still on their Astronomicon YouTube page too. I see that there's like a six hour video up there. There's a uh, the pre show, the three four hour pre show is up there. So, if oh, you missed awesome. it. You- you can relive at least most of it from the looks of it. Well, nobody tell Monoxide because I thought Monoxide only wanted it up. He wanted it done. Once it was live and done, it was over with. You missed it. And I thought they were fighting to keep it on there for uh, 24 hours. Yeah. So if it's not up, up there now still, nobody tell yeah, Monoxide. Well, yeah, go to the Astronomicon YouTube page. Find out for yourself and, uh, you know, check it out because you can see James swearing in video games, which you can see at least twice a week. <laughs> yes. <true. laughs> yes. <laughs> Sometimes more. All right. Well, I got even more video game news to talk about. Got some comic book stuff as well. Uh, what classic Sega system is coming back just like the NES Mini and the Super NES Mini? We'll hit that next on Nerd Radio. Hey, this is Troy Baker, and you are listening to Nerd Radio. Catch, Booker. Nice. Here we go. Bunch of blinds. Booker, here. That'll do. Booker, catch. All right, welcome back to Nerd Radio, all over your uh, all over your social media at Nerd Radio 101, and of course on the podcast page at WRIF.com, as well as the podcast page in Boston. Rock929rocks.com. That's right. And wherever you get your podcast, it's part of the B-Pod Studios Network. Download, subscribe, rate and review, and uh, you know, let us know that you absolutely love the uh, show. And if you don't love the show, then as always, we encourage you to tweet Meltdown. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Because... <laughs> 
that's that's his problem that you don't like nerd radio (laughs) all right so you guys know that i've got the uh the super nest classic and the nest classic Mm -hmm. uh really big fans of that as well as the playstation mini sega is jumping into the game with the game gear mini oh cool is the game gear mini isn't it already mini to to start it's pretty small make it smaller they did oh my gosh so uh, nerd radio listeners longtime nerd radio listeners will remember us talking about the original game gear al you had one of those right well my brother had one of those and and i thought the the coolest first of all for a for a handheld device that thing was pretty big so i think it does need to be miniaturized it was at least two game boys put together as far as the size was concerned but uh the coolest thing to me about the game gear at the time was that it was a color screen and you could actually see it in the dark. Uh, you could barely see a goddamn Game Boy in broad daylight, but like the uh, Game Gear, you could it pitch black. You could play it, and it was cool. I'd sit in the living room and put a blanket over my head and play Sonic the Hedgehog on it. Oh, yeah, that's what he was doing under the blanket, playing Sonic the Hedgehog. At that time, I yeah, think that's all I was doing was playing Sonic the Hedgehog. Giving yeah, another I'm couple sure he was years. slapping around the, the L Hedgehog. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, that, that, that came around later when, when Knuckles showed up. Don't bother me when I'm playing my Game Gear, Mom! <laughs> now I feel knock? like... Somebody is somebody's attached a flashlight to a game gear somewhere in the world. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. It wouldn't be the first time, I'm sure. Uh, Hiding yeah. under the covers and playing Sonic the Hedgehog mm-hmm. is code for something somewhere. Yeah. I don't remember a single other game for the game gear other than Sonic, though. Yeah, it didn't have a whole lot of uh very big uh games on it, so it's not like this Game Gear Mini is or Game Gear Micro, it's called is going to be uh it's going to have like a bunch of games that you absolutely miss like you know Final Fantasy 7 or Super mm-hmm. Mario or something like that but I'm sure it's going to have the Sonic game. Uh it was announced yesterday that it's coming out over in Japan in October. It comes in four flavors essentially, four colors. There's a black one, a blue one, a yellow one and a red one. Mm-hmm. And each of the each of the colors has four different games on it. So the black one has Sonic it's got Outrun, uh, a puzzle game called Poyo Poyo 2 and Royal Stone. But then the blue one has Sonic Chaos, a different Sonic game, Gunstar Heroes, Sylvan Tail, which I've never heard of, and Baku Baku Animal, which is another puzzle game. And then the other two each have four additionally different games. The yellow one has the Shining Force series on it, three of those games. And then the red one has a uh, it has Columns, Shinobi, uh, and then a couple of the Shin Megami Tensei games on it, which are a Japanese role-playing game. So a part of the Persona series, actually. So you have to get all four of them to get all of those games. You'll get all How those affordable games is it going to be? 40 bucks. Each? So you got to drop 120 to to get all four of them? 40 bucks each. Man, sounds like a scam. It, it does. It does sound like a scam to me. Yeah, and you know, to frankly, all of them uh, that put limited games on there is bullshit. Yeah, I know. Now I have called up DMX, <laughs> but because like you know, it's like oh, even the the NES where it's like cool. Here's 20 NES games. Like, come on, dude. Like, my phone has 250 gigabytes of memory on here. Like, are you trying to tell me you can't fit every NES game you've ever had on this console? You can. It's already, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's, it's already had its time. Like just put them all on the thing and sell it. Yeah. Quit being stingy with your software. Quit Sega. being stingy. God damn it. 
And this you is stingy, the you stingy developers. <laughs> you st- <laughs> well, they got my stingy. cash twenty years ago. Now you want it again? Get out of here! It cost me one hundred twenty dollars to get my knuckles off. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing. I got nothing after that. <laughs> well, they were pretty stingy with the size too, because you remember, like you were saying, the original Game Gear was a little bit bigger than the original Game Boy, and it took, I think, like three or six double a batteries and those things lasted maybe two hours <laughs> 120 batteries yeah uh the this game year uh micro is about the size of two double a batteries what how are you even gonna see the game <laughs> they're gonna get a telescope to play a microscope <laughs> yeah you could you could literally put it on your keychain it's so small gotta buy a microscope so people think i'm really smart i'm like no i just need this to play come on sonic the hedgehog <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not doing COVID-19 research. I'm playing Sonic and Knuckles. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're making a thing called the Sega Big Window. Oh, let me guess. It's another $40. <laughs> that you could put on it that might, that makes the screen bigger. It almost looks like the thing from the original Game Boy that you would put over it to magnify the screen. It's like a magnifying glass. Um, and you can get it if you buy all four of them together. Oh, you got to buy all four of them to get the to get the thing that I, you can actually see it on. God damn it! Get, you know what, Chuck? You, you guys smell that? You smell that? Yeah, I think I just stepped it in. It. Like a, smells like a scam. Yeah, <laughs> uh, man. You know, Chuck, I was kind of excited when you started the story. Not that I was planning on buying it anyway, but I thought it was super cool. But man, this sucks. But really, how cool would it be to have like? a functioning game gear on your keychain at that point dude i'm sure i could download them on my phone like i'd rather play a phone game like that's you're not i'm not enticed by this at all they can sonic on my cell phone before it was even a smartphone right and i could play the entire first game yeah no problem yeah so uh no this is dumb when i was done then i could go out I could go to a special uh, little site. There was like a little browser in there. It wasn't technically a smartphone, but there's still a browser. And I could still download pornographic images. No videos. <laughs> but I could still look at pornographic images after playing my Sonic. Yeah. So many, many uh, minutes in the uh, the old gas station bathroom right. before I moved to Arizona. Playing Sonic on my phone. And then, you know what? I'm done pooping. Let's check out some some boobies. All right. Well, I didn't do anything beyond look, but I killed some time staring at breasts. Okay, yeah. on my phone that wasn't smart yet. And and Ron Jeremy wasn't Sonic the Hedgehog. It was Sonic and Hedgehog. Correct. Right. Well, there you go, Sega. You lost. Uh, you lost the sales in Nerd Radio. Yeah. These guys ashamed of themselves. Sega should be ashamed of themselves. Yeah, they're gonna have to. They're gonna have to get a little bit better at this uh, putting old games out business. In order to, Honestly, uh, in order to- I, as as cool as I think the NES Classic is, the fact that it is only like twenty games or whatever it is, I'm not gonna buy it. Like, give me all of them, and I'll buy it. Well, as we discovered when I got the Super NES Classic, they're easy to mod. Like, if you got one, I could probably within a day put every NES game on it for you. All right. Well, I, I would need you to do that because I have no friggin' idea. I should bring in my knockoff little uh, NES classic that my fiance bought, not realizing we were getting scammed. Um, right. And then have you mod that so I can play some of those old school Sega games on it. Yeah, I'm sure I could do a little research. I'm not, I'm not, you know, I can't solder stuff real well, but uh, when it comes to installing software on, on th- Oh, no, the Russians found out they cut him off. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, there you are. Okay. Can you not hear me? All right. We well, lost I, could, I could hear him just fine. Oh, I couldn't. 
It'll be interesting to hear the uh, record recording back to see if I dropped out or not. Yeah. yeah. And that's the funny thing, too, is if I didn't hear you, neither did the listeners, because I'm recording on my end. So, <laughs> right, right. But you were like, oh, I can't solder it. But what I can do is, <laughs> oh, no, they got him. That's well, it. Nope. He said install software is what he has said. <laughs> so if right. anybody missed it, he can install some software. All right. Well, now that I've bummed you out about the uh, the Sega Game Gear. Yeah, maybe, now what? Let, let me see if I can finally sell you guys on the Switch. Hmm. We were talking earlier. Oh, I'm uh, already sold on the Switch. This is going to be easy to sell for you on me. I'm is, already. I'm just waiting for the sons of bitches to get back in stock. That's what I was going to say. Is it available again yet? Uh, I think so. I think it's still a little bit hard to come by, but I think you can you can find them. I think the last time I was at Meyer, they had some of the uh, the minis, the the smaller versions. Oh, who wants the mini? I want the legit. I want the the Cadillac of the Switch. Right. Not the mini handheld. I'm going to play my. Uh, my advanced Tiger Electronics handheld game. I want the system that plugs into the TV. That's what I want. I don't want the mini. The mini is amateur stuff. Yeah. By the way, uh, during the break, I looked it up and you were right. James Valorant is free to play. Yeah, that's what I thought, man. You guys want to check out Valorant? Go download it and, and play. Yeah, I'm gonna have to because we'll find Weirdbeard from uh, Checkpoint XP and take a take him out and said, tell him James from Nerd Radio sent you. <laughs> All right, but moving back to the Switch. So this Friday, which is when this episode drops. So today, if you're listening to it, when the episode comes out, uh, a game that sold the Game Boy DS for my mom and my dad is coming out for the Switch. It's called Clubhouse Games. It is essentially, it is 51 games on on a cartridge and it's every board and card game you have ever played. That's funny. I, I thought it was going to be some sort of a swinger game. No, <laughs> no. That's like, what is Chuck's parents into? I was going to say it was a clubhouse games. Oh, I know what happens at the clubhouse. That was a big old bean reveal. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, wow. No, it was uh, clubhouse games. 51 worldwide classics hits the switch uh, this week when it was on the Nintendo DS. It had, you know, solitaire and blackjack. It had a version of, uh, just about every game you've ever played, whether it was Stratego or you know, all the Milton Bradley games. Now, because they don't have the rights to Connect Four, the version of Connect Four on it is called uh, Put Four Together or something oh, like that. Like four but in it, a row. Yeah, that's it. Four in a row. But Take it's, four. It's the exact same game, the exact same rules, and it works on the uh, on the touch screen or on the controller. And when this came out on the DS. Uh, this was before we had we all had solitaire on our smartphones. My mom saw that you could just play solitaire on the thing and immediately went out and bought a DS in this game. That's and funny. like every night before she went to bed, she would just play solitaire on the thing. My dad loved playing poker and blackjack on it. So he had to have one. He had to have his own. Um, so I am I'm excited that this is coming out for the DS. It's only 40 bucks, which is awesome. And uh, one of the things that was really cool about the original on the DS was if I had a version of Clubhouse games, but you didn't, and we wanted to play one of the games against each other, like four in a row or chess, you didn't actually have to own the game. You just had to download essentially what was a patch. It's called a guest pass. Hmm. So that as long as one of us owned the game, we could all play it. And That's that, cool. is, that has returned in this. That's almost just like a, a phone app that you play. You can play similar games through like text messaging. Right. Yeah, uh, so, my fiance finally found a game that 
we can play together that she just dominates me in uh, every time we play. But it's got like <laughs> a Connect Four and like a like a beer pong flippy cup, like oh, checkers, yeah, yeah, yeah. game pigeon, that type of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if, you know, if one of your friends has Clubhouse games, you can go to the Switch eShop and get the guest pass, and then you guys can all play some of the games. They've added some games to this one that weren't in the original because it's on the Switch. Uh, there's a version of Rock'em Sock'em Robots in this. What? That's fun. There's uh, some slot car racing, which is super cool. And if you, they, they, I don't know if you guys can see my screen, but they show uh, if you've got four friends with, uh, you know, you've each got your own switch, you can put the screen down and make slot car tracks depending on how the screens are, you know, oh, in relation cool. to each other. That's cool. Yeah, it is very cool. Nintendo, I want to say Nintendo right now is one of the most out of the box thinking game systems or developers or whatever you want to call them. I feel like everything that they got going on is so out of the box. Like I'm very impressed with yeah. Nintendo right now. Well, they've been like that for a little while too. It just it's working out now. The Wii was way outside the box, but it, I mean, it wasn't that yeah. successful. Yeah, but the, and the Wii U, I didn't understand the Wii U at all. But now the Switch is bringing me back into Nintendo land, yeah. man. I'm like I'm really digging the stuff they're doing, like even the the Labo like the robot fighter that we got, you know, Chuck for his birthday. Like yeah, yeah. some of the stuff that they have and the capabilities that the system can do is really blowing my mind. Like I'm so excited for them to get back into production, get them available on the store shelves where I can get one and play it. And knowing that you, I can play some of these games and all people need to do is go download a guest pass. That is a great way to play games and interact with viewers on Twitch mm-hmm. listeners of uh, listeners of nerd radio. Like that's a cool way to interact with the listeners and other people. Yeah. It's silly. Cause I'm essentially paying $40 for like a bunch of stuff. I could get a, a free app for on my phone, but because it's on my switch and because it's portable and because I can act, you know, all my other friends with a switch, we can just sit down and play games. Is that trouble? Like, I just saw on there. Yeah. They've That's got a cool, version man. of Trouble. The pop a magic bubble. They got a version of Sorry in there. You know, there's some chess. Oh, maybe Sorry Backgammon. Yeah, that's Sorry. And that was uh, that was the fun thing too. Is there's games like Backgammon that I don't understand the rules to, or like the Japanese game Shogi, uh, that it will it will teach you how to play these games. Very cool. I've got a couple of twenties earmarked for that when it uh, when it when it drops later on this week. I pick up, especially because there's games like that that I know I can play with my fiance. Even if she dominates me, you know, in them, I'm okay with, you know, I'm okay with that. But it seems like uh, it's it's fun to try to find games we can actually play together. It's not like I'm trying to explain to them, well, here's what happens. You're in the realm and you have to, you disenchant these items and then you go to the forge and you build stuff and then you you shoot, shoot, bang, bang. And then you got to stay in the, like, it's not a complicated game to try to explain. Like, everybody knows how to play. Sorry. Yeah. You know, it's already there. You roll the dice and he... You jump onto the guy or someone is in the, the slide way. Sorry, go back home. <laughs> yeah, that's probably what I'm most excited about, too, is that I, I play a lot of Mario Party or Smash Brothers or whatever with Amy. And now, I've you know, this gives me like 50, 52 new games to uh, sit down and play when we've got a night. Yeah, Very it's cool. funny. It's funny, too, that you brought up Realm because I can't remember what it was in re- relation to, but I've been playing so much Realm in the last week and she's been, you know, walking through the room while it's going on. And I've had to explain to her how the fog works and everything like that. She was telling me about something she was doing with some friends, and she made a reference to the fog is the fog is set in. Oh, the fog is coming. <laughs> there you go. That's funny. I thought you could tell me she was like getting interested and she's getting she wants to play. Now she's playing. And now yeah, she's got I don't know. 
I don't know her how class leveled up farther than yours. Right. Yeah, that, that'll be the thing is that she'll get better at it than me. And I'll be like, well, damn it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll let her know about the man thong throwdown. She can come join in and uh, kick some ass with the, the man thong mafia. Yeah, we forgot to mention that you've got that video up over on your YouTube, right? Yeah, the first ever man thong throwdown. You got the, that was so fun. I didn't even get I didn't even play because I couldn't. I was going to work, but I watched it. Uh, I, I put it on my phone while I was driving in just to listen. And holy crap, was that amazing? Yeah, it was cool. It was a good time. 16, uh, 16 player free for all in the realm. It's all real human players, all um, members of the community. I'm trying to build on Twitch, the Manthong Mafia. And it was, a, it was a good time. I did not win. I came in fourth. You know, um, I got to try harder. I got just got to get I got to get better. I got to get some better drops. But yeah, it was fun. Hopefully uh, we'll get more people to come back every week and it'll become a weekly uh, part of my Twitch streams. That's what I was going to ask. Do you think you're going to uh, make this like part of the every week? I would like to make it uh, every week. I don't know if I would do a video every week because the video is kind of com- complicated and sure. a lot of tracking down clips. And thankfully, uh, the members of the Manthong Mafia, my community on Twitch, uh, you know, they're nice enough to pull some of the clips and help me gather some of these other little uh, portions of the, the match. So it's not just you're not seeing the match just from my point of view because – and, you know, that's probably not the most interesting because I'm not you – know, there's not as much conflict if you're watching just one person. So yeah. when you're able to see a couple of battles amongst other members, I, I think that makes the video much more interesting myself. I was just blown away because, like, I thought you've got a couple of really good players that, uh, you know, you we, we've played with on Twitch before. But then you get a couple of players like myself that aren't so good. And I thought that, like, the really good players were just going to walk through everybody. But it was super dramatic. Yeah, yeah, built up some suspense, and I love that with just one match a week. So people are like, it's almost like my version of the Oasis from Ready Player One, you know? Yeah. Friday, 6 o'clock, get to my Twitch channel. Can you take out the mayor of Guntown? <laughs> you know, you're not going to win whatever the prize was, you know, you get to rule the Oasis or whatever. But, hey, I'll give you some props. I'll talk nice about you and say some good things and compliment your gaming talent. Yeah, hell yeah. No, if you guys get a chance, go over. Check. Is, is your YouTube Who the F is JC? Yes, everything is Who the F is JC for me. So if you just, you could just Google search that and you should be able to find anything you need about me, even uh, nudes. <laughs> <laughs> even your OnlyFans. Yes. Yeah, go over to James' YouTube and check that out. It was a really, really good time. And uh, I think it really sells Realm Royale very well as, as well. It looks very fun just yeah, watching that we- video. No, thanks, man. Hopefully we can get uh, people to come back and keep doing it and get more people to take part in it. We had 16 people counting myself uh, last week. I'd love to see 50 or 60 people involved, you know? Yeah. All right. Well, let's take a short break. We'll come back. I've got some comic book news for you. And on the movie front, quite possibly the most important Spider-Man character is signed for multiple Spider-Man movies going forward. Hmm. That's coming up. We're back with more Nerd Radio. Roger me, will call me anything. Hello, hello, Earth. And now, back to the nerds. Welcome back to Nerd Radio, all over your social media. Nerd Radio 101, and of course, wherever you get your podcast as part of the B-Pod Studios Network. I'm Chuck Bean, joined by Al Beck and James for a uh, another week of a whole bunch of nerd talk. And guys, I was so excited over the weekend. First of all, we haven't even talked about SpaceX. Yeah. The... the Friggin' SpaceX launch finally happened on Saturday. Yeah, how cool was that? It's it, it's cool that uh, I think it, space is cool again. Yeah, it's cool for humanity, but for me, I was like, yeah, whatever. 
He's going to shoot a rocket into space. Hopefully nobody dies. You know what? I shared, uh, you know, we posted a link up there. You know, there was that story that they listened to ACDC as they walked to the launch pad. And I can't remember who it was, but somebody had uh, commented on my Facebook page that, you know, if that was Zephyr and Cochran, that would have been a magic carpet ride. And I was like, that's cool. I like a little Star Trek reference. (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah that would have been awesome yeah yeah that's what the, he listens to uh james cromwell plays zephyr cochran in the first contact movie it's the first time he yeah, tests the warp that. drive and that's what he plays as they launch a uh, uh lift off that was uh that was one of the star trek movies i've actually seen yeah it's a good one of the ne- of the next generation movies that's the best one i think anyway yeah, well, I dig it too because there's time travel involved. I dig yeah. some time travel. Timey wimey. So yeah, they launched uh, they launched a rocket into space with a couple of dudes this weekend, and I'm I'm with you, James. Like I did realize while it was going on, a big part of watching it go off is the hope that it works. Yeah, like I don't want another one of those at the Challenger or whatever yeah, that yeah. exploded. Yeah, I was too young. I wasn't old enough to actually realize what was going on when it happened. But I don't want to see that. You know. It, It'd be like Owen Hart falling from the, the ceiling mm-hmm. in WWE if you were there at the venue. All right, so let me tell you a story. Oh boy. Let me tell you about Oh man, uh, what, what I just what I just left with and he's leading into a story. This could get dark. <laughs> Hold on to first your butt. It's uh, first or second grade, I do not remember, but I do remember uh being in school and be asking if I could go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. FDR was, was on the around. radio at the time. Yeah, right. No, I'm uh, I'm headed to the bathroom and I have to walk by the library to get to the bathroom. And as I'm walking by the library, I see that the older kids are in the library and they're watching the Challenger space shuttle on TV. And I'm like, oh cool, it's a space shuttle. And then the thing went up. Oh my and I god. Back to class. I didn't even go to the bathroom. I walked back to class and we're talking, what am I like? six or seven or eight years old or something like that and like i have to deal with the fact that i just saw a space shuttle blow up yeah you just saw people die yeah and i think it was about an hour later that uh they came over the loudspeaker at school to announce what had happened because of course we were in elementary school so we were all very invested yep and there was a school teacher uh, aboard that shuttle yeah Yeah. there was definitely some trauma there jesus well Now we know what happened to you. Now we know why you're so messed up. <laughs> right. Now you know why I escape into video games and comic yeah. books, because I don't want to deal with uh, uh, having the TV on and watching uh, watching a space shuttle go up. But I did watch this, and uh, like I said, I, I did realize while it was going up that you watch it almost in the same way that you watch NASCAR. Like, I don't want anybody to die, but... I really, I really hope they got the math right. Yeah. I really hope I'm not about to watch this thing explode. Oh, this yeah. Been, am I watching a rocket take off, or am I watching a really expensive firework? This has been incredibly uplifting, boys. So you know, nerd radio <laughs> will fuck <laughs> up your day. <laughs> well, okay, but the cool thing about this one is because they had cameras like on the outside and everything, you got to see from the the rocket. So like, you could see the curvature of the Earth when they got high enough, and that was super cool. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you just see Elon Musk. What? Flat Earthers! <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I didn't even think about that. Price <laughs> too. But while we're talking about NASA, uh, NASA released some uh, footage last week from the space uh, space station of the uh, the setting where we got to see star wars a new hope there's a uh on nasa earth's facebook page there's a picture here where they show you uh they point out here's obi-wan kenobi's house 
And over here, a couple miles away, is the Moss Eisley Cantina, mm -hmm. where they filmed the first Star Wars movie. That's cool. Because, of course, NASA is a bunch of Star Wars nerds. Of course. <laughs> but I wanted to bring it up because so, I thought that was cool. All right, guys. J.K. Simmons has been contracted to appear in multiple Spider-Man movies going forward as J. Jonah Jameson. Really? Awesome. Yep. This is a spoiler for Spider-Man Far From Home, but the stinger at the end, of course, gave us the return of J. Jonah Jameson. La, 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 I don't want to hear the spoiler. La, 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 take my head off and just la, 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 myself. Okay. Give me a thumbs up. Remember, Chuck, when you're done spoiling Far From Home. <laughs> All right. Well, J. Jonah Jameson returned as uh, the, the uh, as like a, a Alex Jones version of uh, of himself instead of running a, a movie thing. And okay, James, you can listen now. All right. I'm assuming the waving means the spoilers are yeah, over. Okay. It's safe, it's safe now. No more spoilers. Okay, good. I still have that movie on a Blu-ray sitting right in, right in front of my TV, right next to Al's Joker that I have <laughs> not popped into the Blu-ray player to watch yet. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm sorry if I spoiled the fact that he shows up, but um, he is. Oh, see, we lost oh, you no. again. Oh, no. This is what you get for spoiling the things. Dude, Marvel heard that. Disney heard him spoil the movie, and they're like, pull his plug. Yep. Oh, there he is. Oh, he's back. He's okay. back. We lost you, Chuck. Oh, sorry. It's okay. Right I, after I, I came back in. I couldn't be happier that J.K. Simmons is going to be J. Jonah Jameson again. He's obviously probably going to be in the next live action movie, but I kind of hope he'll be in the next animated one, because that would be yeah. awesome. Dude, he he was plays that role perfectly. So good. So good as J. Jonah Jameson. Yeah. Has there ever been a role that is so perfect for an actor right. like that? Now, I will say he's I've never seen him bad as anything ever, but uh, he was so good at that. Well, yeah, that guy's even good at selling insurance. OK, when he does <laughs> he those, was it farmers or the farmers? Yeah. Boom, boom, yep. boom, boom, boom. Like he is good in that role. And now he's doing. He's selling insurance I don't even need or want. Yeah, he's and from, I'm interested. I'm like, tell me more, J.K. Simmons. What? Plus, he's a from squirrel? Michigan, isn't he? Crashed a car? Yeah. He is. Yeah, he's a local boy. Yeah. I'm going to clip that, and I'm going to send it to Farmers Insurance as a uh, example of what kind of uh, sponsorship deal they could cut with us. <laughs> yeah, bring in some bucks, man. I'd love to get paid <laughs> to do this show with you guys. I love J.K. Simmons and just about everything I've ever seen him. He was great in Juno as uh, Juno's mm -hmm. dad. Hey, remember that, like, minute and a half we got to see him as Commissioner Gordon? No, yeah. I don't remember that. Yeah, he was in uh, he was in Justice League. Oh, he was in Justice League. OK, he was in Justice League for about a minute as Commissioner Gordon. He had, uh. he had like five lines. Well, I'm sure he did great. But <laughs> as you can see, that movie was incredibly <laughs> memorable to me. <laughs> I don't even remember Commissioner Gordon in that movie, to be honest. Yeah, well, see, now you now you got to go back and check it out. Nah. Maybe I, maybe I will. Maybe I should watch Spider-Man Far From Home and uh, maybe Joker. I should check those out before I go back and revisit. Yeah, probably. Probably. Those should move to the top of the list. I'm sure Al would like his DVD back. It's, you know, it's it's not like he, he ever borrows anything from anybody else and just sits on it. <laughs> well, we've already gone back and forth multiple times. Where he's like, don't worry, James. I've already seen it. Take your time with it. If you end up holding on to it for a while, I'm not going to miss it. And I've totally taken advantage of that. Well, yeah, and I and it's fine because <laughs> I also redeemed the digital copy. So if I want to watch it, I can. There we go. 
But like the Joker during the pandemic, everybody's talking. You're gonna get the feels like you'd get watching uh, Requiem for a Dream, and I'm like, you know what? I'm already terrified to go to the grocery store to buy some yeah. bologna and some bread. Yeah. I don't want to feel sad about life. Dude, yeah, maybe so. pump the brakes on that one. Hang on to it. I don't, I'm really not in a rush. Like I said, I've got the digital version in my library. I'm good. Yeah, and Joker's definitely one of those movies. So HBO Max dropped last week. Yeah, and it's on there. I think Justice League is on there as well. A whole bunch of stuff is on there, obviously. But I saw it, and I was like, oh, I should watch Joker, and then over the weekend i was like nah i ain't in the mood for joker mm-hmm. oh thank you i have kind of poked around yeah, hbo like, max just a little bit it's i mean it's cool but do you have it because you have hbo or do you did you subscribe to it al no i you know what i do my uh my cable so to speak is through hulu and i got an email okay. from hulu that said that hey yeah uh, it's included so all you got to do is sign in through your hulu account and i did and sure enough uh, i've oh, got access cool. so um I know it came up on the morning show and I, they were saying that like it was a different thing. And I, I don't think it is. I really think that the, the whole point was they were going to start adding more stuff like they bought up friends. They've got uh, Sesame Street. They got D.C. stuff. They've got uh, uh, they've got the whole series for Big Bang Theory on there. So I think they HBO Max is more of like changing the name because it's not just HBO anymore. They added stuff that's not HBO stuff, but you still have your Westworld and your Sopranos and all that stuff, too. So um, 15 bucks a month is the price of HBO to add to your cable subscription. So it's not even like they jacked the price up or anything like that. Cool. Yeah, it's funny, too, because they made such a big deal about getting friends on there, but they also have every season of Doctor Who. Hmm. I saw wow. that. Yeah, the remake though. I was I was kind of hoping there'd be Doctor Who classics on there, which I did not see ah. any of those. But starting with Christopher Eccleston, the 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 ninth Doctor forward, they do yeah. have that on there. Yeah, and they've got we talked about a couple months ago. They've got all those Studio Ghibli movies like My Neighbor Totoro, and we watched one of those over the weekend. Mm-hmm. It was good stuff. But on the on the not so good stuff uh, side, over in the comic book world, we're seeing, um, I guess, the first major hit as far as what's gone on with the coronavirus and of course comic books not being able to be published for the next or for the last two months uh both dc and marvel have had to shift some of their books that don't sell quite so well okay on dc's side they have canceled um 22 different books that they were going to print uh over the next couple of months all of them are the facsimile editions we talked about before how marvel and dc are doing these with the all the ads in them and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're doing away with that line temporarily until, uh, you know, obviously until things kind of go back to normal and also getting rid of their dollar comic uh, repress for the next couple of months. Mm-hmm. Over on the Marvel side, around the beginning of May, they took a handful of books that were kind of low on sales and made them digital only. So like Ant-Man number four, Ghost Spider number nine, uh, the end of the Hawkeye Freefall miniseries, issue five. What the um, heck is Ghost Spider? Ghost Spider is essentially Spider Gwen. That's the the name they came up with her. It's the alternate universe where Gwen Stacy is Spider Woman and oh, Peter okay. Parker is the one that dies. I thought like Ghost Rider and Spider Man had some sort of a torrid affair, uh, <laughs> you know, and made a ghost spider baby. <laughs> that's a good assumption. And I feel like that's, you know, eventually that's got to happen, right? There's got to be a Spider Man with a flaming skull head. Yeah, that'd be cool. Maybe his maybe his uh, his webs are on fire as right. he's going around. Because as we learned from the Nicolas Cage Spider Man movie or Nicolas Cage, wow, what a movie that would have been! 
God. As we learned from the <laughs> yes. Ghost Rider movies, uh, whatever he you know rides has to the, the wheels or whatever got to be on fire. There's cool. uh, there's about eight books that they listed that are being released digitally only, and then when they make the trade paperbacks, that's how you can get a a physical copy okay. of it. And I'm curious, Al. If it, let's let's say it was it was a book. Let's say you were you were collecting Green Lantern and Grant Morrison wasn't writing it, so you liked it, and for whatever reason, they said, you know what, we can't publish the last two issues of this story as individual comics. But when the trade paperback comes out, it'll, the story will be in there. Like, where would you stand on that? I mean, I would be upset about it because I have that collector mentality. And, uh, you know, when they started publishing it again, like we'll use Green Lantern as the example. And we'll say that, you know, the last one that came out was, I don't know, issue 43. And then all of a sudden we miss a couple of months of it. And then in my collection, it goes from 43 to 47 all of a sudden. Like, you know, that would suck. At least I would have the content and I could read it. But like the collector in me would, would kind of give me a little bit of a, of a of a tick, a physical tick, I think. Yeah, I wondered because I, I, I thought that's kind of how I feel about it, too. Like if my X-Men books were suddenly missing two issues, but right. I could get them in the trade paperback. I was like, well, I want to read them, so I'm going to get the trade, but this is really going to bother me years from now when I'm going through my boxes and this is missing. Right. All right. So I've got one more thing to get to. And um, James, I think you're going to be kind of upset here. Oh, boy. Here we go. <laughs> so hold on. Let me close my door here. Before I start. <laughs> All right. You don't want to freak out the dog. Yeah, yeah. I don't want you to disturb your neighbors, but uh, this was a thing that I saw and I felt like I had to I had to let you know about this. First, let me start with you, Al. If you had to guess, with the exception of John Cena, who James' favorite wrestler might be, does the name Joey Ryan ring a bell? No. It's the guy that does the dick suplex. Come on, Al. The master of dong style. The king of sleeves. Right. Joey Ryan. Never heard penis power. I've never heard of of this guy in my life. Apparently, I don't <laughs> read any of the t-shirts I wear because I have the Master of Dong style shirt. I wear it regularly. I'm very <laughs> careful to look at any article of clothing that you have, James, especially after I saw that pair of shorts with a dick on it on social media. <laughs> Those are very comfortable shorts. <laughs> you got dick shorts and you wonder why I'm not reading your graphic tees. Yeah, well, I'm gonna have to wear the dick shorts with my graphic with my uh, master of dong style T-shirt. All right, so you guys might be familiar that I I do uh, a wrestling podcast in yeah. addition to this podcast, the One Fall Show. There's a cheap plug for you right there, yeah. but that's not why I want to talk to you about this. Um, because of doing the One Fall Show, I try and keep abreast of like every single wrestling organization there is. So like Ring of Honor and AEW. And uh, and Impact Wrestling, which used to be TNA Wrestling, which is where Joey Ryan is currently wrestling. As of February, he has uh, he has stopped being the king of dong style. What? And adopted this like right to censor kind of gimmick where he uh, is calling himself cancel culture. And uh, in his first promo back in February, he said that. Uh, you may never see the dick flip ever again. Oh, he wears breaking my heart, Joey Ryan. Some khaki shorts and a uh, long sleeve sweater and some glasses in the ring and calls out people that are being inappropriate. So he's he's a, he turned heel. That's unfortunate. He turned yeah he turned his heel as Joey Ryan can turn. And uh, I saw it a couple of weeks ago when I was uh, checking out Impact Wrestling. I was like, man, I got to make a note of this. And then I saw it again this week while I was watching Impact. I'm like. 
I don't want to break James's heart, but I feel like he needs to know about this. I got to tell you right now that uh, I don't care, obviously, but I feel disappointed for James by this news. Now, that was like the coolest thing in wrestling was his, his dick flip. Listen, no, he sounds gone. so sad. James sounds so sad right now. <laughs> no, I mean, obviously, when he stops being a heel and goes back to being a good guy again, that's when, you know, he'll be flipping people with his penis. But how long do I have to wait for that? You know, how much how much money did he make selling those shirts? All those shirts about the penis flip. <laughs> now he's centering it. <sighs> You're well, a two-faced loser, Joey Ryan. <laughs> That heel turn is working out real well. I think this is the exact thing he was looking for. He got me marking out like a little bitch. <laughs> the best gimmick in professional wrestling, Joey Ryan. I feel like we need some sad music in post-production here to bring up under James as his heart breaks. Yeah, a little little bit of like some violin music. Yeah. <laughs> well, I I may I may be smiling over the camera, but I take no pleasure. In ruining one of your favorite wrestlers, James. Can't believe this. <laughs> Sweater and khaki shorts. I have the same shorts. <laughs> Dressing like me, like nobody. <laughs> you know what? If he's if he is abandoned dong style, that means it needs a new king. And I think you might be the best option, James. You're right. If only I could take a bump. <laughs> <laughs> well, pun intended. Yeah, that's that's true. Heck, could take a bump. <laughs> right. I would well, challenge him. Yeah, you better jump on it because the only thing that would break your heart even more is if Matt Stryker took that role. Oh, don't even get me started on Matt Stryker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you better start start doing your your uh, start doing your push ups with your with your member. Yeah, and get ready to get your dong style. You could be the new king. You can be the mayor of Guntown and the king of Dong style. Uh, that's a lot of work. <laughs> it's, 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 has two titles to maintain. I'm exhausted just thinking about it. You're exhausted. I'm twice as exhausted because I also got to have the two titles to maintain, two stream, uh, two Twitch streams to maintain, a uh, career in morning radio, uh, <laughs> work on another a vi- a video game related uh, radio syndicated show. I don't where what cook cook dinner, cut the grass, open a pool, play with my dog. I don't oh man. That's too much no stuff. No time. No time for the dog. All right, well we we've covered just enough no stuff time for the radio you nailed it, Al. <laughs> no time for the dog. Wow, you no sne- you're sneaking that uh, you're sneaking that title in right at the uh, last <laughs> yeah. thing, 11th hour this uh, week, That dick came in under the wire. Hour. Yeah. Well, we've covered just enough stuff for this week's Nerd Radio, so I'm going to let you guys go about your afternoon now that I've uh, made James very sad. I'm just going to go home, go go in my room and cry. <laughs> cry right. pillow about Joey Ryan's penis. Hang in there, James. Not being All right, Al, tell them where they can find us in Boston. Rock929rocks.com. And, of course, you can uh, find us on your social media at Nerd Radio 101. Rate, review, enjoy our podcast, uh, as always, and uh, we'll meet you back here for some more Nerd Radio next week. I'm in a difficult situation here. I mean, after all, you're nerds. Have a great weekend. See you later, nerds. I have spoken. Does it work if my camera is turned off? That sounds pretty good. I mean, yeah, you sound fine. Like I can see your computer, I can see what you have up, but I don't oh, think you okay. guys are gonna be able to see me. Oh, okay. Well, see, you can you, you can you can take all your pants off. You can 
do, do as much drugs as you want. Oh, I we know. Don't know. He was only affecting my performance on the show and all the work I got to do once we're done here. I think he was already doing both of those things. 